Okay, guys, welcome to week two, August 9th through 14th. Uh, we'll be taking a dive into each of the days. Just as a quick reminder, as we always talk about the themes for the month, we have electricity, uh, discipline is powerlifting, the nature of powerlifting in terms of contractions, system is ventilation, so more breathing stuff in a, at a high level, so not like a, not so much, but just more on a, at a higher level. The virtuosity is dumbbell. Uh, fun is hero. So you'll see some hero workouts. I'm not sure. I don't think we have one this week, uh, but they will come up uh, three times uh, this this month for August. And then we have upper body push and running in the assessments. And now we do have um, a couple updates for you that will be I'll be doing in a different post about the themes and about our fun themes, and then also how we're going to be doing some of our extra credits. But those assessments, upper body push and running. You'll see upper body push coming through as a press. Um, now, obviously not everybody's doing the press for their upper body push, but that's what the progression is. And then uh, running also you will see in the extra credits because that's what we're going to be assessing at the end of the month. So just some notes there. We'll take a dive now into Monday. Monday uh, is a 15, 12, 9, right? Chest to bar pull-ups and then a quick shuttle run, 100-meter shuttle run. And then toes to bar. So 15, 12, 9, chest to bar, pull-ups, 100-meter shuttle run, toes to bar, and then 100-meter meter, uh, shuttle run again. So this one's a pretty quick, fast, under 12 minutes, breathe and burn. Um, but mm -hmm. we're starting with this warm-up, right? We got scat pull-ups, tuck-ups, leg swings, Spider-Mans. Um, and now you'll see that a lot of times with these warm-ups, we put in similar movements that are in the workouts. And we do that on purpose. Sometimes they're not exact movements, but they're correlated. And it's done this way just to prep everybody for uh, what we have coming up. The uh, prep, we're spending 20 minutes here. So just keeping in mind when we have time set aside for the prep, this is for preparation. So it means that we're spending time going over the movements, um, accumulating high quality sets, uh, and then we spending some time going over the brief setup and rehearse to get everybody familiarized with uh, what we're doing here. So again, breathe and burn is the system, uh, upper body pull neurological core as the levels considerations. And then um, how did this go in class, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. This one is definitely going to feel fast, but because there's so many elements, it is still going to take like 12, 12 minutes about. Um, if you're keeping pull-ups and toes to bar unbroken, you'll be well under the 12, but because we only have that shuttle run in between the grip starts to become a factor. And I think we talked about that when we were, uh, um, writing this, right. We yeah, were talking going about that it. grip. Yeah. Grip becoming a factor on purpose. Like we wanted to do that. So if you feel that grip kind of starting to degrade, just shake it out, take your time getting into the next set. If you start to rush sets and the grip starts to go you know, then you're going to creep over that 12 minutes and, and it's just going to be hundred meter shuttle sprints with standing in front of a pull-up bar for a few minutes, you know, and, and you kind of want to stay, stay away from that. So break these up as you need to, depending on how that grip feels um, as you go. And obviously for the lower levels, grip becomes a little bit less of a factor, but the breathing will be much more of a factor here for uh, blue, orange, yellow, and white. And uh, the modification, right? So McGee was done on yeah. Saturday. If you did, you know, not everybody did it, right? But if they, if somebody did it and someone comes in and they're like, oh, I'm pretty feeling pretty sore, 
use this day as an active recovery or rest day, right? Modify things, drop things down a couple mm-hmm. levels or have someone do something else, right? This is totally fine. Um, but because McGee's kind of a, it's a, it, again, our hero theme, it came in and we just want to make sure that we're slotting things around properly. And then the accessory, uh, the accessory, shoulder accessory, we got external rotations, internal rotations, and then YTWs kind of rounding things out there. The mm-hmm. extra credit for this day, mobility, right? So we got some triceps, lat stretch, extended child's pose, uh, uh, normal child's pose with a T-spine rotation, uh, and then seal stretch. So um, this is a, again, I think a big thing here is this grip management, right? So when we take yeah. a look at the total reps, it's happening here. We got chest to bar pops, a break toes to bar, a break, and we're going back to chest to bars, right? Uh, but the grip is getting hit every time. So we just want to make sure that we're paying attention to that. So that's, uh, any thoughts on the mm-hmm. accessory or extra credit? Um, no, just, I mean, make sure you do that shoulder stuff. I know sometimes it's tedious and boring, but this is the stuff that'll make sure that we can continue to work out and do pull-ups and toes to bar all the time, right? If the shoulders aren't healthy, um, not much you can do in the gym. Yeah. And the external rotations, internal rotations, YTW is like prehab, you yeah, know, right down the middle. Yeah. Right. It's like, this is, it, it is, you know, people can easily be like, this is boring stuff, but we've got to make sure that we're bringing the value. We're explaining exactly why it's important. So uh, mm-hmm. that was your Monday, Tuesday. We have our press progression, right? So our second press progression, um, we have changed sort of our notation just to keep the, the, uh, confusion low right so we have this way of notating five 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 so we're just going to four by five building all levels and we're going to be doing this more moving forward just to keep it simple um but you know at the higher levels we got four or the later levels we got four by five and at the at the earlier levels we i almost said it again at the earlier levels we have uh dumbbell press right uh eight dumbbell press yeah so uh we're starting this day in terms of the warm-up just wall slides bodybuilders press with barbell rear step lunge all high quality the big thing about warm-ups is we're just getting everything activated. So we want to make sure that we're really focused there. Go, then after that, going into that those presses that we already talked about. Once the presses are finished, we're going into uh, a 12-minute AMRAP, transient lighting. It's a 16 dumbbell snatch, eight dumbbell box step over. And then at minutes zero, four, and eight, you have 20 burpees over the dumbbell, right? So kind of an interesting workout here. Uh, we consider this heavy breathing. It's in terms of what's going to be the limiting factor. We're going to be moving steadily the whole time. And the breathing is going to be really hit. We're looking at five plus rounds uh, and we're just warming up mm-hmm. movement review, right? Dumbbell movement review. This is part of the theme again, dumbbells this month. So making sure people are tying it in. They're like realizing that like, yes, we said that it was dumbbells as the theme and yes, it's filtering into the days and we're able to work on the virtuosity aspects of the dumbbell. So we got some movement review here, spending time, getting everybody to move properly, single arm dumbbell deadlifts, dumbbell hang snatch, dumbbell snatch, and then practicing dumbbell box step overs. Cause that's kind of a weird, can be kind of a weird movement, right? We just want to make sure everybody's familiar with it. So how'd this one go in, uh, in class, Brian? So this one's definitely, uh, definitely feels longer than 12 minutes, even watching it and coaching it, it felt like they were going forever. And I think it's just because of those burpees that come at zero, four and eight, everyone's like always peeking at the clock every 20 seconds to see where they're at. So it's, it's really just about continuously moving through the dumbbell movements and not worrying too much about the burpees. There was a ton of people that were kind of like game in it 
into the burpee. So they'd slow down a little bit, put their dumbbell down, go get water. But you really want this to be just 12 minutes straight through, right? Like the, the burpees just come in at certain times, but the 12 minutes consistent pace should stay uh, pretty static the whole time. So we're not um, anticipating the burpees and we're not changing our strategy uh, with these movements because of the burpees, if that makes sense. I know it seems counterintuitive, like you'd want to, maybe I should slow down and, and take it easy here, but because of the nature of these movements, right? Only 16 dumbbell snatches, box step overs are going to be slow anyway. There's no reason to like slow yourself down here just to go into burpees at the same relative pace. Just hold the pace, get into the burpees, hold your pace, and then right back into your rounds. And you know, that heavy breathing, right? That's like yeah. gonna be the big indicator. It's we want to make sure that we're maintaining that heavy breathing the entire time, right? So it's still in the aerobic yeah. power world on that breathing side. And that really is based on the movements, right? These bigger movements, um, and I, not so deep in the sets, right? So we're not doing like a hundred dumbbell snatches, which would totally change sort of the way things feel. Mm -hmm. uh, so heavy breathing. And then, you know, just in terms of levels considerations, we got uh, kettlebell and API, and then we're finishing out this or, well, it depends on how you do extra credits, but we have for the extra credit arm work, right? So tricep extension, dumbbell overhead, tricep extensions, hammer curls, and then barbell skull crushers and some barbell curls. So again, just rounding things out, making sure that we're filling mm -hmm. in those gaps. Uh, so that's your Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we have a 30 minute AMRAP, right? So this is a, a little bit longer than we do normally. But I mean, when we say normally, it, it depends on what we're doing. So this is when we think about um, the, uh, you know, ventilation, this is a longer workout, but it's considered uh in the, uh, in the plumbing, mainly because of these air squats in the middle here. So we got 75, so 30 minute AMRAP, we got 50 or 40 calorie biker row, 75 air squats, and then 125 double unders, right? So we're making sure that, uh, we're staying consistent, but those air squats, there are definitely going to be adding some solid burn. Um, oh, yeah. and now just real quick in terms of the warm up, right? We got, uh, inchworms, single unders, air squats, ankle circles. And the reason I like to go in this order is to kind of give you the workout first and then go back to talk about the warm up so we can see like why we're doing the warm up. Uh, five inchworms, 35 single unders, and then we got air squats and ankle cir circles, just getting everything prepped. And then we're spending time in the actual preparation for the workout, reviewing double unders. Uh, and making sure the air squats uh, are reviewed in depth. So we're making sure that all those fundamentals are still hit. So we're not forgetting about the importance of some of these fundamentals. But back to this workout, 30 minutes, uh, we just have to stay steady on this. This is something that we say pretty much every single time. Never will we say sprint as hard as you can and then burn yourself out, right? That's not going to be something that we ever recommend. <laughs> it's going to be nice and solid pacing. Two plus rounds is the goal, the system, breathe and burn. And then we got levels, considerations, uh, rowing, neurological core endurance. Um, uh, and so how did this go in, in class, Brian? This is definitely as uh, difficult as it reads. It's just long, grindy, all the way through the air squats, all the way through the, the bike. The double unders aren't too bad. I would say the double unders are the, the easiest part just because of how people view the bike. I like the bike, but that's just me. People, I'm, you know, people think I'm crazy when I tell them that, but we want to try to hold a consistent pace on the bike. This is the bike is really going to make or break this. If you get a little too excited at the beginning, you go a little too fast on the bike. You guys know that'll definitely bleed into the air squats and that burn will well up a lot quicker. And then, you know, it, because those legs are on fire, it might take 
quite a bit of time to do those double unders just because you'll have to break so many times. So easy on the bike to start that, that way you can go pretty straight through on the air squats. I would probably stop every 25 just to take inventory and make sure you're not, you're not going too far, but it's just fatigue management on that bike. You get a, you can definitely get a little ahead of yourself on that. And then going back to the prep with the air squats, like it might seem frivolous to go over air squats again, because we do squats all the time, but it's really good to have everyone take inventory, you know, so to say of their, of their technique. Cause sometimes, you know, they, they were taught air squats two years ago when they started at your gym and then they kind of have briefly gone over squats, but reteaching the whole, whole thing will kind of uh, uh, bring people's awareness back to, to the fundamentals, like Nathan was saying. Yeah, fundamentals are key. And, and we're looking at that, again, steadiness. We got 50, it's a bike or row. So some people may be rowing, but it's mm-hmm. the, same, the same ideas, right? We're going nice and steady. Those air squats, steady. Those doubles now are going to kind of... D- if depending on how big of sets you do, it might di- dip you in a little bit. You'll hop on that rower and have to kind of re- or the bike and have to recover a little bit to get that back mm-hmm. up to pace. But just kind of, it's a longer workout. We all know how these go. So uh, making sure to maintain your your pace and then the extra credit running. We got two k run at seventy five to eighty percent of your mile pace. So uh, that's rounding out the session or the day. Depends on how you do it. You might give it to people to do uh, on their own. Um, but that rounds out the the day. So that was your mm-hmm. Wednesday. Thursday, we have deadlifts. So we're building four sets of three, four by three building. So uh, that means each set should be a little heavier than the last set. And you may go to a heavy set of three. That's totally fine. Uh, but we're starting that day with ring row. So we got a 200 meter run. Then we got ring rows, RDLs, bent hollow hold and strict press. And obviously some of these tie into what we're doing in the workout itself, which is uh, slam balls, deadlift, push, press and run. So the workout thumbtack, this is a repeat from 8, 12, 20. So August 12th, uh, four rounds, 18 slam balls, 15 deadlifts at 115, 12 push press at 115.85. Uh, and then 400 meter run. So those deadlifts are on the lighter side and the push press are not necessarily on the heavier side, but they're on the moderate side, right? Cause we're using the same weight, uh, four mm-hmm. rounds. And we got that 400 meter run at the end there that kind of gives a little bit of a break in a sense from the, uh, the movements that we do inside the gym. So we got the slam balls, deadlifts and push press, and then we go out on that run. Uh, the goal is sub 20. The system is breathe and burn. And the levels considerations, deadlift and upper body push sort of make sense. Uh, but mm-hmm. we're going to be getting uh, prep by just reviewing push press mainly because we did deadlift in the, the first part of the, the day. And then we're going to do a setup, uh, a setup and rehearse. So, Brian, how'd this one go? This one is definitely uh, as uncomfortable as it reads. I think people have a, have a hard time maintaining unbroken sets that was the biggest thing is that they get kind of excited the first two rounds go really well and then they hit those push press on the third round and all of a sudden the barbell doesn't feel as light as it did anymore Um, so pacing early on especially on the run so that you can maintain those unbroken sets and you don't hit a wall in that third round and that's what kind of pushed people closer to the 20 minute mark if you're able to pace this correctly keep everything unbroken and pretty smooth you'll probably be closer to 17, 16, 17. But there were some people that kind of hit a wall on those push press where they had to break halfway through or they had to take a little bit longer rest before they started. And it kind of just bled into everything else from there too. So everything else got a little slower. Um, But if you are not, I know slam balls are kind of a weird movement for everyone. 
because you don't want to slam med balls and maybe you don't have enough slam balls. But if you don't have enough slam balls or slam balls just aren't an option, you can do the exact same movement with a med ball ground to overhead without releasing the ball at the bottom and throwing it, right? So you're still touching the ground and going overhead. Um, I think this is what like the CrossFit games athletes do when they have slam balls in a workout, they never slam it. They just go unbroken. So you just like, you know, you're doing games training. That's how you can frame it for your members there. But yeah, this one's uncomfortable for sure. And so once we finish that, the extra credit uh, is mobility. So again, rounding things out, making sure people are hitting that mobility, standing straddle, child's mm -hmm. pose, pigeon and uh, seal stretch. So I think there might be, is this just one time through? Cause I think there might be, uh, some, um, something missing. Oh, yeah, this, I mean, with all the mobility, um, we're just kind of suggesting movements. Like we just throw everything I would do up against the wall. And again, like how many times you do it, what you substitute in is up to you. Um, I think it's two to three times is our standard, uh, just probably was, you know, deleted out of here when they, they were messing with the, um, we were messing with the, the table. Yeah, yeah, so so, five, five to 10 minutes, basically. Yeah. Five to 10 minutes. And that, like, that doesn't seem like a lot, but you know, Nathan knows this too. Any little mobility goes quite a long way if you're not doing yeah, anything at all. It definitely makes a big difference. So that was your Thursday, uh, Friday. We have a shopping list, which is five rounds, eight box jumps, 16 dumbbell walking lunge, and then 20 anchored sit-ups. Okay, so we're going to start this day with uh, the normal uh, warm-up, and we got four rounds, 20 calf raises, 12 king squats, 10 ring scap pulls, and then 30-second lizard each side. So we're going to be kind of prepping, getting everything ready, and then going into the movements themselves and, you know, box jumps, dumbbell walking lunge, anchored sit-ups, spending about 10 minutes uh, reviewing all of those movements and then hopping in. The goal is sub-15. The system is breathe and burn. You'll notice that there's quite a lot of breathe and burn just generally, right? Just in terms of like what we do at, at a high level, you'll see breathe and burn, mm -hmm. but the, the within breathe and burn, there's a very wide spectrum and it really has to do with movement patterns and uh, what, what muscles we're hitting. So uh, this, this day, yeah. box jumps, dumbbell walking lunge anchored sit-ups. We want to consider API neurological and core in that. So uh, Brian, how'd this one go? I think like, like you were saying with the breathe and burn, the, there's such a wide spectrum. And I think the yesterday or the, the Thursday being a breathe and burn and this day being a breathe and burn will, you know, be a good indicator of that. This one will be a lot less breathy and uncomfortable in that aspect, that classic CrossFit discomfort, right? Um, grinding through this one will be a lot more burny because we're getting into those sit-ups. You'll be able to catch your breath. And then we go back to high box jumps, walking lunges will get pretty grindy and burny but never kind of dipping close to that lactic where you might in, in the, uh, the previous day because of how quick those movements will cycle with the run. But this one is, again, we're just trying to keep movements unbroken with the, with the walking lunge and the, the sit-ups real smooth on those sit-ups. Take your time, lots of breathing, and then taking your time as well on the box jumps to do crisp reps. And I think we say take our time a lot just because there's this, you know, in CrossFit or functional fitness, there's this put the pedal down, go as fast as you can, and then you kind of lose technique or you kind of lose your your uh, rhythm on some of these movements. But just take a second, real crisp box jumps will go a long way here. And then going straight through on those sit-ups will also go a long way. I think like the big thing here is thinking about training versus competition, right? So you see mm -hmm. people that are yeah, yeah. that when That's they're put in competition. Uh, some, if you, if you're kind of compromising some of those things, okay, it's for 
it's for this purpose of competition, but it can be a competition every day. So making sure that we're doing our, the proper training. And the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, what we haven't been really talking about is the, the, the uh, earlier levels of white and yellow and how things scale down. But if you pay attention, mm -hmm. we do make a, a strong effort to make sure that these white and yellow levels are appropriate. So sometimes they're well for white, especially we go on the lower end um, and highly suggest that if you ever have anybody that's in that level, that you just go down to make it easier, always making it easier to make sure that they have success at that level. So just a, a quick mm -hmm. side note, because we haven't, I just been thinking, we haven't been going through yeah. talking it, about the, the uh, earlier levels. A lot of the times when we're scaling to, we're trying to make it so the briefing up here, right, matches everything they're doing down there we don't want it to be completely separate workouts today the only difference will be in in what i was talking about is that obviously they don't need to do crisp box jumps if they're doing step ups but still taking their time to do quality step ups right walking lunges dumbbell squats anchored sit-ups will all stay the same as the higher levels or the later levels and, and then how about this this, ro this rotation accessory how's this one Oh yeah. This is, we're, again, we're just hitting those, those things that we're not getting in our main pieces and our strength pieces that will kind of round everything out. So getting our body moving through all planes of motion, um, the rotation one being the main, main one missing from CrossFit and from, uh, functional fitness. And again, I think functional fitness should include every plane of motion being pretty competent in all of those planes. So obviously rotation is a big one, especially in daily life. If we want to talk about real function, right? We're always turning, rotating, um, moving our spine around. So this is definitely good at, at preparing your body to do that. Exactly. Um, and it's funny, any, every time I read that pal of press, I, I always think of pal and then of press. Like it's like a misspelling. Pal of press. A pal of press, but no. Yeah. Uh, and then so uh, <laughs> rounding, again, the ending part, extra credit here, we got some prehab. Clamshells, Peterson step-up, skier squats. Again, guys, when it comes to this sort of thing, the prehab, the rehab, the mobility, uh, some of these accessory pieces that we have, it's all about durability. It's all about making sure that someone is mm -hmm. structurally sound, uh, that they're able to then do the higher intensity stuff in a normal class. It, it, the vast majority of gyms in the world uh, will come in and they'll have one hard thing and they'll, you'll just go do this hard thing. And then someone will just go home and they'll be sitting at their desk all day. They'll be, and they'll come and they'll just crush themselves on one thing. And there's no accessory mm -hmm. stuff rounding things out. So it's really important yeah. just um, to be letting your folks know why what you're doing is better and why it's important so that they can get bought into the idea that this is the way that you can have longevity in sport. Uh, so that was your Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. We got pull-ups, weighted pull-ups at a, the later levels, four sets of five. First, it's a three. We got, uh, and then obviously moving down into the early ones, standing pull-ups, active hangs. Uh, and then we're going into a, uh, a one of our first, I think it might be our first uh, partner workout for Saturday. Yeah. So In this is, yeah, when we, more, we, it's yeah. been, how long have we not done this because yeah. of COVID? Uh, so we're coming out and we're, we got, when we did our poll on um, some of the, the uh, themes, everyone was voting for for partner workouts and we're already we will be putting in partner workouts two to three times 
Uh, I think we're starting with two and we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. What we used to do is we had, we would have a workout and then you would make it a partner workout. And what we're going to have now is like, you can, you can not partner if you want to. Yeah. Uh, but the, the warm up, we got an ascending ladder, scat pushups, RDLs, glute bridges, and, uh, and a 20 second narrow hang again, going to those pull-ups. And then uh, we're going to spend some time because this partner workout is a 15 minute AMRAP, 12 synced pull-ups, 16 partner push-ups, right? Partner push-ups. We haven't done those in a while. Mm -hmm. People touching their hands, but uh, hopefully it's okay where you are to do this sort of stuff. And then 20 power cleans, 135, 95. Now a note on those power cleans, the reps are split between partners, uh, drop power clean reps to 10 if the partner workouts are not an option, right? So if you're doing it one person, it'd be 12, 16, 10 power cleans, right? If you're following me on that. Uh, and this is done together. Uh, and at the earlier levels, we got jumping pull-ups, partner box push-ups, and Russian kettlebell swing. So uh, this one, the system, breathe and burn, and then the uh, upper body pull, upper body push, and weightlifting. And we weren't able to get a goal on this one because our, our both all of the gyms that we had doing this uh, were either at the beach for a beach day or they were yeah, having assess going on. assessments. Yeah. So we weren't able to get uh, info, but with a 15 minute AMRAP and a partner, that's no problem. So have fun with this one. Make sure that you make it high yeah. energy and uh, make it an event. You know, we haven't been able mm -hmm. to do this or maybe you've been doing it. I know a lot of gyms out there have been doing it on their own. So production assistant, that 50 minute AMRAP partner workout. Yeah. And then the extra credit. With, with this workout real quick, I know we haven't done partner workouts in a while, but make sure people are communicating with each other. Cause I think a lot of times one partner will drag the other into deep water. And then all of a sudden we can't do power cleans, pushups or pull-ups, right? Cause they've gone a little too fast. The partner that's maybe a little bit higher level or a little bit more competent in these movements is doing fine, but their buddy is uh, is drowning. So just emphasizing communication, making sure everyone's good all the way through. 15 minutes isn't a lot of time, but with pull-ups and push-ups, it only takes one too many reps, right? So, And like partners, you know, trying yeah, to get as best you can. As best as possible. It's not going to yeah. be possible every time, but as, as close as you can. Uh, and then the extra credit, we got running again. Again, that's part of our assessments for the month. That's why they're in the extra credits. We got 600 meter run at goal pace. That would be the goal pace uh, for your for your mile. Uh, and then the rest 130 and then the 400 meter at goal pace. Well, it depends on what level you are, right? So 400 meter goal yeah. pace might be your 400 meter goal pace. But keeping in mind that this running, we're getting reps in. And we're uh, getting familiarity and we're just kind of getting sessions so that when we assess, we're familiar with what's going on and we know mm -hmm. how fast to go. That's like one of the big things with that running assessment is knowing your pace. I mean, with all assessments, the row, the run, any of these, uh, these ones where it's sort of monostructural. And I mean, in any yeah. case, but we're making sure that we have our, our pace down. So that any, uh, any last words on this day? Nope. I don't oh, actually real quick on the pull-ups, uh, you'll notice that the, the reps are usually, you know, lower for the higher levels or the, the later levels with Brown and purple, but we have three reps for purple instead of five and five reps for Brown. That's just because weighted pull-ups are a, a little bit different. I wanted to make sure I brought this up. So no one was confused why we had those flipped, but it's really about for purple getting reps in. So they might not be able to do five reps at a decent weight, but three reps is doable. Whereas Brown, we're expecting them to be able to do more reps with higher weight uh, on those weighted pull-ups. So that's the, the only distinction. You'll probably only ever see that with the weighted pull-ups. Mm, right.
Cool. So that is your uh, Saturday. Uh, this is the end of your week. If you have any questions mm -hmm. about this week, please let us know. But appreciate you staying with us uh, and looking forward to more good training. If you, again, have any questions, post them in the group. We're always checking that. So uh, thanks everyone for joining us and we will see you next week. See you guys. Thank you.